You're listening to the sound of my voice. Hello, everybody. My name is D'Angelo Valentine, and you're listening or watching this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a phenomenon called quiet quitting. But before I get into that, let's talk about our sponsor, Maneuver Men's Grooming. Maneuver Men's Grooming is the number one men's care brand in the world. Gentlemen, do you have razor bumps, Apache beard, dry skin? They have the products for you. Go to maneuvermensgrooming.com and use promo code UNPLGD. So back to our topic, quiet quitting. So have you noticed maybe your manager, your supervisor, your employer, your employee, your coworker starting to become a little bit distant, pulled back, reserved? They have a lack of motivation going into work. Well, this could be a result of quiet quitting. And quiet quitting is described as performing the bare minimum of what is required and not going above and beyond doing daily tasks in the workplace. And I'm just going to list off a few things of what it is. It's complacency, a lack of motivation to do anything in the workplace. There could be a loss of revenue, reduction of production, high turnover rate, Wage loss and benefit cuts, employees considering other employment, burnout, or the biggest one, employee withdrawal going AWOL. And this could simply be caused by an individual being overwhelmed in the workplace, somebody reevaluating their priorities at work and home. They could do less for the same pay or lost interest where they have no mojo to go in that work. Their personal life could be it getting in the way where they have a lot of personal problems where they're dealing with. There's also a lot of repetitive tasks. There is no engagement with others in the workplace and they could be having issues with their mental health or the company just has not shown any kind of appreciation. Quiet quitting, as you heard being listed here, affects both employees and employers a lot. And if we don't tackle it, these problems will continue to happen where you will see a lot of businesses go out of business. Now, if you are an employee, just understand that if you do the bare minimum, just know that an employer can fire you. They can let you go. They probably won't even give you a severance package. And that's simply because you're not coming in to work or you're not putting any kind of effort in. And I understand that the world is a cruel place where some people don't really care about your feelings or they don't care about your personal problems outside of work. But just understand that a business is a business and a business still needs to run. And also for employers, I want you to know as well that, hey, it's time for you to take more care in your valued employees simply because, you know what? Life has its problems. Everybody has a problem. Everybody has personal problems. People have problems in their marriage. They have problems with their health. They have problems with a lot of things, even their mental health. So also take a look and consider being more understanding for them. To take it a step further for those who are employees, if you don't want to go off and venture off and do your own business, you love the company that you work with, start making efforts to be more noticed in the workplace. Start thinking as an entrepreneur. Yes, I said entrepreneur, where you're working within a business and being creative and changing the norm in the workplace. So 
There are plenty of opportunities for growth. There are plenty of opportunities for you to to grow in the company if you love it that much. Consider finding other avenues where you can grow as a manager, a supervisor, or making your way over to corporate. Now, if you're the employer, it should be a time to evaluate your company as a whole and have the employee or employees who are showing lack of competence. Yeah, you have to get rid of them. But for the employees that you have that are actually putting in the effort, start considering a few of these things that I'm going to be listing out for you. Starting with number one, splitting your work days where they can work from home or work in the office. Now, this is a very big thing that we saw a lot during the pandemic and it's great, but it also depends on the type of work that you're doing. If it's more of a blue collar job, I understand you can't take blue collar work to your house so much because you're working with your hands. You have to be in a specified space um, or you are going on location to handle certain things. The next thing is um, you could have a four by 10 versus a five by eight. You're working 40 hours a week, but you're working 10 hours a day and it's in four days instead of you doing five days a week for eight hours. You could do it in a way where you can have the person have a three-day weekend where they can relax, or what they can do is this. They can have something called a donut shift where they can work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday they have off, Thursday, Friday they come back to work, and then they have their weekend off. You can do that so you can break it up so that person can take the time to have a break. And then after that, Consider where their talent is needing most. So leadership, management, being a supervisor, those kind of things like that. And then also have days where you show appreciation, like having a barbecue, uh, an award ceremony, um, even building a games room. I've seen this at an office before where they had an arcade room in the middle of the office. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, how is this a thing? But you know what? When you actually help people's cognitive thinking and have them take a break from their regular tasks, when it's time for them to come back to work, they can push more. And there is actually statistics to prove that. And then the next thing is looking to courses that can rejuvenate, refresh the interests at work. Too many times there's a lot of complacency where things are done the same way at work, but we're in the day and age where technology is modifying a lot of things. A lot of processes of how things are done is no more so much of the pen and paper route where there is a lot of apps, a lot of computer programs that can actually make jobs easier for the employee and get the task done efficiently and effectively. And then after that is do mental health checks on your employees. We don't know how people are dealing with things in their mental health, in their personal life, but take the time to check in on them. Say, hey, is everything okay? Also offer resources. I know with some employers, uh, if you have a benefits package, you can actually go and go and get therapy. There's also online therapists. They have like a setup doing that for better help. That And then after that, offer raises. Yeah, I don't hear that too much. Offer the person a raise or a premium or some sort of a incentive for them to be motivated to come back to work. And especially in the economy that we have right now, um, yeah, food, gas, and living are the biggest expenses right now. So just do a little more so they can work a little more to get a little more to pay out on those things. All right. But that's today's episode talking a little bit about quiet quitting. If you want to know a little bit more about myself, D'Angelo Valentine, follow me on Instagram, D 
d.aftrdrk. And if you're listening or watching this podcast, for those who are watching or or seeing these clips on it posted on Instagram, you can check out Vimeo. That's where I'm loading all those visual portions of the podcast. And for those that are listening, if you're on Spotify, UNPLGD, same thing when it comes to Apple Podcasts and also any other podcast platform that's out there, UNPLGD. Thank you so much for listening. My name is D'Angelo Valentine. Peace.